Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick, as always, sitting here on a cold, rainy Friday night, September 23rd. It definitely feels like fall in the air, doesn't it? Yes, finally. It, yeah. This summer wouldn't let go, in my opinion. The heat just... No, those last couple hot days, I didn't need those. No, I didn't either. I was ready for it to be over. Today's the first time I've wore jeans since probably May, I would say. Well, I was pretty excited just to break out a hoodie today, not going to lie. Yeah. Fat yeah. guys and hoodies go together like peas and carrots. Exactly. <laughs> and it was funny because I, since I hadn't wore jeans, I hadn't worn my work boots. I put them on this morning and I told Henry when we was leaving, I said, man, it feels like I've got cinder blocks on my feet. They seem so heavy because I'm used yeah. to wearing tennis shoes all summer. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yep. So, so harvest is officially underway around here. Uh, we got started yesterday. Uh, we've shucked, I don't know, 75 acres, whatever it was. Uh, our yields are better than expected. We were expecting the corn to be 200 to 220 ish. Uh, most of it's running closer to 240 to 250. So pleasantly surprised with that. Don't know that it's all going to be that way. We're just getting started. So yeah, it's, um, glad to see that. So yeah, what little bit we shucked was down. A windstorm come through, and I don't know, that was probably July when that hit. Yeah, it was just that area right in through there, yeah. that one farm you guys got that just, everybody got clipped in there. Yeah, just caught a, a small window basically from my house to that farm. Yep. And everything in between there, just in a small, yep. one very widespread, but it took out a lot of trees. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, in fact, I know that had to be in July because I remember going to the Strasburg homecoming, sitting there at the tractor pole, and somebody was telling me you need to go out west of town there yeah. and see all the trees down. So it was sometime the first half of July when that happened. Yeah. Now. So yeah, it was weird. It didn't rain. It it didn't storm it in town at all. Right. You know, and it didn't it at my parents' house. You know that I don't even think it rained there. Like yeah, they didn't know anything about it. And I woke up that morning and it was looked like Jonestown the night after. Like yeah. it was, everything was laid over. Yeah, yeah, and that took down some pretty big trees in areas, too. I mean, Yeah, it took down a bunch of trees at my house, took down uh, several at the neighbor's. Um, so, yeah, it was it was fun all the way around. So that corn wasn't the most fun in the world to pick. Yeah. There's still some out there if you need some. Gives you a, I couldn't get it all. a new appreciation for them guys that went through the derecho a year ago. You, oh, my God. Can you imagine you know some of the bigger farmers up there having two, 3,000 acres of that shit? Yeah, drive, mean, it, drive it batty. I don't know what you'd do. Yeah. I don't know them. They made it through. You know, a lot of guys, you know, got different styles yeah. of cornhead. You know, they was doing a lot of mixing and matching to see what would work the best. And, I mean, yeah. sound like they got most of it. But, man, that would make for a long fall. There is nothing fun about down corn. No. Nothing Unless you're all. an aftermarket combine parts supplier, in yeah. which case, it's pretty good money then. Yep. Nothing's better than down corn for combine rebuilds. But ours yeah. wasn't down down like that like it fed fine i didn't yeah. really have much trouble with that wasn't matted to the ground yet i mean no. it, yeah. that, that's why we've got it now though we, i do want to wait you know yeah but <clears throat> yeah it looks like the soybeans for me personally shoot it would be 10 days at the very earliest for me probably yeah. a little longer than that even i think i'd say we're 10 days to two weeks for sure on soybeans we've got maybe a little bit more corn that we'll probably nibble into here but yeah, but, uh, soybeans aren't aren't there yet. I haven't heard any bean yields from anybody. Yeah, there's been just a few cut around here, very few, but very I haven't few, heard any yeah. yields to know what they're doing. But I mean, last year we had beans in the 90s, and I, if there was every year that could beat them, I think this would be the year. I mean, we've had the rainfall, weather was pretty similar, so I don't know. But I I never want to guess bean yields. That's no, the last thing I'll ever do. I can't uh, I can't tell a good one from a bad one. It doesn't seem like until you get in the combine. Yeah, for sure. So. So are things slowing down in the shop for you? Um, well, there's always kind of a little bit of a 
a last minute panic and then there's a little bit of a lull kind of sort of where I'm not caught up. I got several big jobs to do, um, stuff that guys, you know, put off or yeah. whatever during the summer that they need for late fall or most of the polling pretty much done. I mean, for yeah, the most, it's pretty yeah. much over. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what the next one would be if somebody does something in January, an indoor pool yeah, somewhere. You're ready for the indoor season, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. Yeah, I guess will they do ships you want to again? Or is that I assume changing? so. I, I, I really haven't heard. I assume they will. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the, what, Gordyville's actually for sale there, isn't I saw it? That, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what will come of that deal, but. Yeah. I don't know. I assume they're going back to ship Shawana. I don't know. I assume they are. Um, Everybody yeah. that I that I talk to now, this is coming from a spectator standpoint, you know, which you don't see all the ins and outs. But everybody seemed to like it over there. Thought it was a good facility. Had a good time. Nice facility, you know, good time. It's you know, it's a lot farther from here. Sure, from our standpoint, but a lot closer to others. So, yeah, right. I suppose it, and of course, I don't know. You know what it call how that cost involved. You know, compared to Gordyville or whatever. I, I had no idea you know. on that. Yeah, that's not my not my cup of tea. Not my not my pig to farm with. So I would think that Gordyville deal would be. A, a pretty tough sell. I mean, I mean, who would really be interested in something? You know what I mean? That yeah. Well, I mean, somebody that wanted to run a big auction house or have horse events and flea markets, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. Those guys are getting old, and uh, I think is the reason. And uh, so, yeah, it would take a special, special person, but it would be you know that that's a lot of square footage. I mean, you're not you're not going to build that today. No, hell no, no. I mean, I mean, I think if you'd done that right. You know, because I've heard different rumors from other people that some of the rules they had up there for some stuff was a little weird, kind of a turn off to people. I don't know. You know, you know? generally speaking, a rule exists because of some situation prior. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I try not to, to worry too much about that stuff. Usually if there's a rule for some of that, it's because they've come across a situation. Yeah. So, yeah, there is some probably some truth to that. But there again, there's probably a reason. So, yeah. Yeah, more than likely. So, I don't know. Been talking to some other people from TikTok. Um, my personal plans for Louisville this year for the farm show, and I guess I probably need to do something ASAP if I'm going to do it, if it's even doable now. I'm thinking about staying somewhere closer to the show, not doing Elizabethtown again, but staying somewhere closer to the show and just pick a bar and just throw it out on TikTok. This is where we're going to be. It's nothing formal. That's no... You gotta be invited when you know, it's yeah. open to anybody. We're gonna yeah. be here drinking beer, swing by and have one. Yeah. And call it good, you know, and not trying to book hotel rooms for people, get blocks of rooms, nothing. I'm yeah. just gonna be in Louisville. If you want to drink beer, that's where we'll be. That's where Other we'll than be. that, you figure it out. So. Yeah. That's probably not a bad plan. Probably a lot simpler, a lot less headache, a lot easier that way. Yeah, and you know, then you don't run into the to the fact that some people felt like they got left out. Well, I didn't get invited, you know. And and last year, I'm not knocking last year's event at all. It was great, it was phenomenal. I didn't have anything to do with putting it on. Yeah. You know, I don't know how all that went down or whatever. I think it was pretty well open to everybody. I mean, there was, yeah. they had to keep it contained for the facility size. So it's yeah. first come first serve, you know, it was open to everybody. And if you happened to get in, then you yeah. were there. But I think this time I just want to stay a little closer, makes it a little easier and then yeah. just open it to anybody and everybody and, and be done with it. So. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I, we stay really close there and that that's super, super convenient. It's a little pricier, but it's super convenient. Yeah. So, yeah, when it comes to stuff like that, I don't care if I got to pay more. Well, you know, in, in years past, yeah. that way, if Dad wants to go back, you know, exactly, he can, and it's not a big deal. I can walk back, and yeah, and it's fine, and and that saves him some steps that way, and he don't have to be over there the whole time, and it yeah. works out that way. Yeah, and that'll be here for you know it. I mean, we're damn near out of September already. Yeah, yeah, don't seem like that should be 
coming up. Sounds like I'm going to the Commodity, commodity Classic this year in Florida. I think it's in Orlando, I believe. So yeah. be down there if anybody wants to get together down there, I think. so. Yeah, that should be a good time. Yeah, I've never been to the Commodity Classic. I, I haven't either. assume it's just like any other farm show, more than likely. But Yeah. I've heard good things about it. I've never been, but I've always heard good things about it. Yep. I've always been told the show to go to is in Louisville, there, same place the farm show is. And I don't remember when this show is, what time of year, but it was always the uh like the camping show. Really? They said it's it's like a giant beer party. Like so all these companies got all these campers set up, they've got like all these you know, they've got chairs and all that, you know, so really? you and all your buddies can sit down just like a user around. You know, they said the whole thing, serving beer. They said it is fucking wild. <laughs> I've never, or that's how it was 10 years ago. I guess things I, changed. I've never heard of, of that show, but I suppose it probably yep. would be. Oh, yeah, they said it's awesome. But So, yeah, if you've been there, you have to comment and let us know. That, but that's what I was told 10 or 15 years ago, and I have no idea if they even have it anymore, but that's how it was back then. They just said they had troughs of beer. Boy, you just walk around and grab beer. <laughs> I always want to go to the truck show, but I've never made it. Yeah. Not that I really need to go, but. Yeah. Not in the market for a new semi by any means, but. No, they have quite a few shows down there, though. I mean, yeah, throughout the year, them. you know, different stuff. Yeah. That's a pretty amazing facility when you get down to it. I mean. Yeah, it the is. The logistics of that whole deal would take a lot to the, the ins and outs and schedule all that and make all that work would be. Yeah, and I'm assuming, you know, like Louisville, I mean, you about got to build that from the inside out when you're setting up for the farm show. Yeah. You know what I mean? You start in the middle because you can't be tripping over shit that's already in the building. You know, just start yeah. in the middle and start bringing stuff in and work your way out. And Yeah, I, I've seen it tear down some, and I've seen them put up a little bit of it, but it was at the tail end of it being put up. You know, I've been there on a Monday before. But a lot of the stuff's already there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now, it, it's amazing how well put together it is when you're walking the show. And it comes out pretty fast. Though. Oh, I bet it does. Yeah. yeah. It ain't quite as coordinated, is it? Those guys are ready to get out of there. Yeah. Right? I would be too, God. Yeah. I wouldn't want to work that booth for yeah, that. I wouldn't work want to work any farm show, period. Because we were talking here a while back. You know, nobody goes to a farm show to politely talk to the John Deere guy and say, you know what, I bought a new 8R tractor, and I just love that thing. It's yeah. you. I got this piece of shit home, and this yeah. is wrong with it. It's, you yeah. just get your ass chewed the entire yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so sick of that. Yeah. The few farm shows I've worked have been a little bit of that and a little bit of your jackass buddies <laughs> trolling you. Yeah. Like, I can tell you the names, but you'll probably figure it out anyway, but I was working the Farm Progress show one year. And I was talking to this customer and telling him all about this piece of equipment or whatever. And three of my jackass buddies, or two for sure, come up behind me. And they start having the dumbest conversation known to man. <laughs> Very it, loud enough that this guy can hear, you know, uh -huh. whatever. And they're just, they're just throwing out random shit that makes no sense. And this guy's getting confused, right. you know, whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm trying not to laugh. You know, they're talking about how this thing has poly sweeps on it and i wonder how long those plastic ones last and that's no good <laughs> just going on and on oh my and, god uh, yeah the guy walks away and i'm like thanks guys thanks really appreciate it oh we're just here to help i'm like yeah yeah you guys help, yeah, me, help me out a ton you know? thanks a lot asshole yeah exactly yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i tell you farm shows just don't do much for me to be honest with you they uh, just like I said, nobody the benefit to that I see to farm shows and, and you can tell me if I'm all wet on this, but like you could walk through a farm show and say, Hey, there's a set of concaves that I didn't know they made. 
I'd like to try that. Looks like that should work. I want more information on that. I might want to buy those. Or here's a widget for whatever. Or here's yeah. a here's a toolbox that would go on the side of my forty ten. Yeah. That I didn't know somebody made that doubles as a step and it's got mm-hmm. all this stuff in it. Help part of it's a cooler. Like yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. I didn't know they had that. But are you really going there saying you know I have a clean slate and I haven't decided what kind of combine I'm going to buy. I'm going to go to the farm show of whatever farm show it is. Yeah. And that's where I'm slowly going to make yeah. my decision. Probably not. I no mean, way. everybody brings the big shit cause it's cool. And right. they're, you know, case deer, echo, they all have to throw their shit in there. And right. I get that. But once in a while, there'll be something that you're not going to see at your local dealer, but you know, excuse me, we're probably a little spoiled and we have some larger dealers here. So most of that shit's sitting here anyway. Yeah. The stuff we would use. The other thing that's somewhat neat is you might see something for a different crop that we don't normally deal with, but you know, usually the farm shows that we go to are corn soybeans and corn soybeans and wheat shows anyway. Yeah. So you probably don't run into a ton of that even. But I've always said that like at Louisville, I wish they'd put all the livestock stuff in one area. Like, you know, I don't need a head gate for cattle. Yeah, I'm sure there's, I know there's 10,000 companies down there that got one and I'm sure there's one that's better than the other. And they probably got a reason why, but I'd like all that in a separate building. Cause I don't want to walk by. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see the stuff I want to see and have to, you know, I don't want to meander through all that, but I suppose the meandering is, is when you come across something you don't. Uh, it make, is, but. is some of that sort of like the Walmart design, you know, the shit that everybody's going to buy, we put in the back. So you got to walk by it or uh, because I think some of that's some space is more premium than others. These companies are willing to pay more. And a lot of it is it's tradition. This is where they've always been. And everybody knows they're in booth 1414. Yeah. And that, by gosh, we're not giving that booth up. Even if it isn't where we want to be. Sure. That's our booth. Yeah. Creatures of habit. And I'm that way. I mean, there's, there's certain things like I like to be in this spot because that's where I, you know, Bowling Green's that way. I've always parked in this one spot for 20 years and that's where I want to be. That's yep. where I always parked. There was better spots available. And that's where I want to be. Cause that's always, Park. Yep, makes sense. You know, yeah. I guess I seen on social media, and I could be totally wrong. Maybe you've heard this. Did John Deere not go to Husker Harvest Days or something? There was a big deal I was reading. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard. And, and like I say, don't take me to the bank on that because I could be wrong. But I thought I read somehow like they didn't didn't bring their X nine or something to Husker Harvest Days. I was. Did they have anything to harvest at Husker Harvest Days? Not being mean, right? Yeah, I, maybe I they did. Nebraska was in a huge drought this year. Weren't yeah, they? Uh, yeah. So maybe that's and maybe that's what it was. Maybe why. maybe it was a deal where they didn't feel it was worth it. You know, I, or maybe they realized they had too many belts on it. They thought, shit, we should take this home and redesign it and try to, you know, that's possible too. Hydraulically drive some of this shit and maybe bring it out in twenty five years after we've got it fixed. It could be either way. I yeah, don't know. right. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, that one belt's long enough to reach from my house to your house. That was the first thing I noticed on one of them when I opened the side shield. I'm it's like, like you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we've got a million-dollar combine here with a fucking belt that is nine feet long. <laughs> At least. I mean. Yeah. Just, yeah. It literally looks like you were rushing something to market. You just started throwing all this shit on there to get it to work, to get it out the door. I mean, yeah. that's, that's literally the first yeah, impression that, that I got. That's, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And they had ample time to do that i mean a ton of those guys to my understanding that were working on that deal some of them came from other companies over there to to do that deal anyway so and it's been years in the making i, I was told I, I could be wrong yeah but was there any kind of patents on a twin rotor that had run out that spurred this or is it just something that um that i couldn't tell you i didn't there, there might have been i don't know yeah. That should have been up a while ago. Though. I would think, because, I mean, the fence had it out for a few years. I mean, yeah. they, like, they have been around forever, but, I mean, they've been out I mean, for So, the New, New Holland would have had that in, what, like, 76, 77-ish? Right yeah, whatever. Right in, yeah. right in there. Yep. So, that should have been up 
before the single rotor was up. Well, yeah, truthfully, yeah. Right about the same time. So, honestly, I think think it's one of those deals. And again, I could be wrong. But sometimes, like, you got to switch shit for the sake of switching it. Yeah. Right? Like, do they really believe the twin rotors better? They're just like, well, shit. Yeah. We got to switch something up. Guys are used to what we got. We got to have something new. You know, it's kind of like, you know, when a company comes out with a new can or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, we're going to change up this bush light can because, yeah, well, the, the, the beer is the same, but we'll change the can and then people rush out and buy it. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, you know, I see that shit on tractors all the time. It's like you, you literally change this for the sake of changing it. I mean, there was no reason to change it from the design that it was. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you, you see that a ton of different times. That I don't know. I, I often wonder on those companies, like, was there really a, a functionality reason that we changed this? Was there a performance reason we changed this? And how and how do we keep some of these shitty designs, the shitty part of it, for so long? Yeah. And that never gets changed. But we're changing widget A and feature B and, you know, I, and half of that shit at the end of the day. Is anybody actually using some of that? That's shit? just it. I mean, not a chance. There's there's some features in a newer combine. I don't care whose it is. Are you really? I mean, somebody's probably using it, but I mean, I guess it looks neat in the literature, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't get it either. You would think nowadays, as expensive as it is to ma- or to produce stuff, that you would want to try to keep somewhat of a design and just make a million of them things. You would think. You know, a clutch pedal. Let's just keep the same design so we can make 10 million of them. We got enough clutch pedals for the next 15 years. Yeah. But, you know, it's just always stupid shit. They just change it. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, there's no benefit to it. We just change it because this looks different, and and there we go. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess you can. I mean, that's even worse in the automotive industry, which I realize their production numbers are higher. But there again, if you know, if they would keep something that was working, you could make millions of them. Sure. You know? And sometimes they do it that way, but boy, it don't seem like it's very often anymore. No, it it sure ain't. You almost think it would make more sense to do it now than it would have years yeah. ago. But yeah. what do I know? But I guess they must be paying all these design engineers buku bucks, and they get something designed. It's like, well, we're out of a job, so just try to yeah. tweak something. I don't know. I mean, and you often wonder too, like, okay, when they when something is screwed up, like I'm going to use a, a simple example here, and I'm, I'm not picking on deer. Well, I am picking on deer because I don't give a shit. But anyway. Like, whoever did the the battery cover that's magnetic, kudos yeah. to them. Perfection. Awesome. Love it. That's coupled with the fact that you can't see the posts of the positive terminal of the batteries if you got a mag light and a chainsaw. Yeah. Like, you, you, ain't get, get, you ain't getting to them. you got to take the windshield washer reservoir off yeah. to get to the battery posts. Dumber than shit. Yeah. But are they purposely trying to keep you from getting to the battery post? Or are they like, well, shit, if you're putting something on those, that's not a factory accessory. To hell with it. We're going to lock yeah. this in like Fort Knox, and you'll go somewhere else, or you'll suffer. Yeah. Or you'll just buy deer. Are they purposely trying to force you into buying something that plug and plays deer's way right. so that you can't get to them? Or is it just incompetency? Or is it just short-sightedness? Or is it just piss-poor design and we there's no rhyme or reason to it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I would love to be a fly on the wall when they sit down in these rooms and get all these tractors designed and say, this is the design we're going with, boys. Yeah. Because you and I could look at that and be like, this is the most useless design I have ever seen from a working on it standpoint. Yeah. You, know, you got to take 19 things off to change the battery. And you guys think that's a great idea. You wonder at some level if that's not to where you get so frustrated by it that you're like, the hell with it. I'll just have the dealer change them. Yeah. I, I, it it you, could be. You know, like I'll use this example. So, you know, like a 1256 has a little panel on the side so you can change the air cleaner, right? Change the air filter. 
1466 does not have that. That was by design because farmers were blowing the air filters out too often. So they said, to hell with that. We'll make you have to take the hood off. Then they'll quit doing that. Which I suppose probably did solve the problem. It probably created another problem. Now you got half the guys are mad because they have to take the hood off. The other half are not changing the filter at all. Yeah. And you then know, you're so. getting a bad rap your dread where a piece of shit blew up in 2,000 hours. I didn't tell you they didn't change your air filter. Had the original air filter in it, you know. It's been, oh, it's been 15 years ago now. We had a 1206 come in the shop with the original air filter in it. No kidding. Still had the original IH emblem from the 60s wow. on it. It may have been changed, but it was in the 60s when it was changed. Man. Yep. But uh, that's still fairly, I'll still run into that once in a while or one that's, you know, from the 70s or something here and there. No kidding. You'll see it once in a while. but So you you often wonder on that stuff, like, was there a reason? Were they trying to prevent this and actually cause that? Or was it just a half-assed design? I mean, I'll take the air cleaner on a 2188 Case IH Combine. Nobody has any trouble with those. They don't plug. They're good. But the reason they had to switch that was that canister was tall. People have too short, too short of sheds, so we're going to go to this whole new design that's lower profile. And they've had an air filter plugging issue for... Is that right? since then or whatever, you know, whatever. that one deal worked perfectly fine, but yeah. it was the tallest part of the combine. So we yeah. had to switch it, you know, and we solved one issue. Well, we didn't solve the issue. The issue was the guy should have built a bigger shed, Yeah, but we created five other issues off of that. So you, you wonder how some of that goes on how, and how it ends up and why it ends up the way it does. I'm still firmly convinced, and you'd about have to hold a gun to my head to convince me otherwise, that all this deaf and emission shit is exactly by design to fail. So eventually, you're just going to throw your hands up and say, just give me a fucking electric winner because I am so sick of throwing money at this piece of shit and it's not running and I've dumped $10,000 in sensors in this fucking thing and it's got 300 hours on it that I'm done with. Just give me an electric one. I just want something that'll just just go. I I really do. You're you're probably not wrong. I mean, it's pretty easy to shove you that direction when when they can't make it work, it doesn't function correctly when it's new and it causes all these issues. It's... I mean, any dumbass can figure out that... When we were in high school, a diesel pickup would get 20, 22 miles a gallon. Yeah. And a new one now gets seven. Yeah. It, uh, and we're saving the environment by cutting the fuel consumption. Yeah. By, or, or increasing it by double, I guess, not yeah. cutting it in half, you know. Yeah. We're, we're, we have done nothing. I've said for years, they should focus on mileage and horsepower. The yeah. emissions part takes care of itself. But I could give two rats ass about the emissions part of it. But that there, there's no... There's no common sense reason to do the dumb shit we do. Like, no. we're over here pounding our chest. We're going to save the world with all this. Meanwhile, the elitists are flying their private jets that have, have emissions one on them. You know, no government vehicle has all that shit. You know, the, the beast doesn't have any of that shit on the presidential limo. No. You know, they're not, they're not doing that. You know, not that I want the military to have it, but we're not saying hope. we got to take a pause here. My Humvee has to regen for a yeah. minute, then we'll get back to the war here in a minute. No, yeah. we're not doing any of that shit on that. You know why? Because it's not dependable. We'll get your ass exactly. killed. You know? It was funny this last week here when the queen died or whatever, and I don't pay attention to any of that. I could give two shits less about the royal family, but yeah. it was all it was on TV, and the wife was giving me help. She's like, well, God damn, you're sure watching this a lot, you know, for somebody who don't care about them. And I, it wasn't the fact that I care about the family. To me, it was the fact that <clears throat> you got a family here that, you know, King Charles now, he's hell-bent on going green and global warming and all this shit. And it's like, you guys literally spent probably 50 to $100 million on a fucking funeral for this lady. Yeah. And motorcades and driving shit all over creation and bringing yeah. people in. Yep. You know, that's fine. Yeah. 
but we need to go green, guys. You yeah. know, it just it just baffles me. Look at the stupidity of all. I'll bring it down to a more local level. Okay, your local fire department, right? Might be funded well, might not be funded that well, but they need a new truck or a newer truck, right? So, you know, let's say let's say they're a big enough fire department that they can buy new trucks. Okay, so they buy said new truck, and they expect it to have this life expectancy of fifteen years. Let's say. Well, all of a sudden they realize like three years in that they're spending a shitload on emission stuff because those things get fired up, they get ran, and that's it. Like I know for a fact, one of my buddies is a professional firefighter. They drive them 60 miles a week just around in a circle, just out in town, get them on the interstate to keep them regenerating or whatever. Otherwise, they cause all sorts of grief. So they're just, they're just joyriding them around for no freaking reason other than attempting to keep that shit to working. Well, what they finally realize in the budget is shit, these trucks aren't going to make it 15 years. We're spending more maintenance-wise than it costs to trade. We're going to end up having to trade these damn things, and what are you going to do with it yeah. on the backside of it? Yeah. A, fi- a small department damn sure can't take that truck and work it into their system. If a big department can't afford to keep it on the road, how in the hell is a small department going to keep it That's on exactly the road? That's exactly right. So now you're you're obsoleting a whole generation of fire vehicles. It makes no sense. There, There's so much stupid shit in that. I, I just can't wrap my head around it. I'm like... One of these days we're going to be sitting in the dark, hoping the wind picks up so the turbines kick on or whatever, or the sun comes out so we can, and thank your liberal neighbor that your ass can't afford power anymore. That's right. Make sure you steal his shit first when your family needs fed. That's right. Because they've caused it. Yep. And and we've let it happen. We've all let it happen. We should have did something to these morons years ago. They keep pushing these agendas and pushing these agendas, and it has nothing to do with saving the environment. It's all about control. Those people don't give two shits about saving the environment. If they did, they do something at their level. Like yeah. you've seen the studies, Al Gore's house burns more than like oh, half, absolutely half of Detroit does. Yeah, you know, I'm like, if he was serious about saving the environment, he'd turn his lights off. Yeah, right. You know? I drive eight miles to work every day. You know, eight miles one way, so roughly sixteen miles. You know, and especially we're not farming. I'm not yeah. burning a whole hell of a lot of fuel. I will guarantee you. What it takes for Al Gore to get out of bed in the morning is more than eight miles worth of gasoline. Yeah, exactly. Between the Secret Service that he still has exactly. and yeah. security from when he was vice president, yep. all this shit, I guarantee yeah. you, yes. is to the tenth power. Absolutely. The minute his feet hit the floor compared to mine. Absolutely. You know it. And they've got all the money to change anything they want, but they, yeah. they never change it. But yet. they never change it. Do they as I say, not as I do. Not as I do. Exactly. You know, and there's just... It's all a crock of shit until the American public stands up and does something about it. It's going to keep getting shoved down yeah. our throat, and it doesn't look like we're ever going to stand up and do anything about it. Yep. So. And everybody knows, and I'm not throwing you in on this. You don't even have to comment, but, you know, I rag on the Farm Bureau pretty hard. And the reason is, is what have they ever done that has been meaningful? Nothing. You know, this last month, one of the ag magazines I got was literally cover to cover of green initiatives and all this shit that Biden just signed you for whatever it was, $2 billion worth of shit for the USDA for all this conservation shit, going green, blah, blah, blah. You know, what has these lobby groups like the Farm Bureau ever done to combat any of this shit? Nothing. And it's always the same old song and dance. Well, we got to come to the table and comply a little bit so we actually have a say-so in how the legislation's written versus just saying, no, we're not doing it. You know, we'll, we'll give just a little and then we'll just let them keep chipping away at it. And I'll, I'll go back even further than that. And you can pick your organization that that didn't defend it because it was all of them. Tech fees on soybeans. Exactly. They all bent over and ah, that's no big deal. 
The American farmers paying that tech fee, but they weren't paying that in Brazil. They weren't paying that in Argentina. They were buying the same shit we were buying. They were buying genuine Roundup and Roundup jugs for a tenth of the cost that we were paying for it. They weren't paying any tech fees on their beans. They were letting them replant and all that. And that's fine. The American farmers picking up the tab. Yep. You know, and those lobby groups weren't stopping any of that. Nope. Never you said know, a word. Never said a word about it. Nope. nope. Never and, have, never instead, will. Instead, we're worried about, and I'm, I'm not picking on the Farm Bureau in particular. I'm picking on all of them as lobby groups as a whole. They're, they're worried about piddly little shit. Yeah. And they never just said, hey, we're drawing a line in the sand. We refuse to pay that. You guys take that seed and shove it up your ass. We're not paying. Yeah. Because that's what we should have done. Exactly. We should have done that. But. I realized they had money in developing that. They had money in developing the seed before that. They just didn't tack a tech fee onto it. Yeah, that's exactly you know? right. There is no difference no at all. Difference. Nope. But I, I don't know. This world is is slipping away. You know, my dad, when the seatbelt law came out, he, he was furious about that. And I always remember him saying, by gosh, if they can force you to do that, they can force you to do anything. And I always thought, well, he's just putting your seatbelt on like it's – probably better for you anyway like is it really that big a deal so on and so forth now i understand exactly what he was saying yep. we should have drew a line in the sand that day and said nope we're not doing it and you can't force me like how can they force you to wear a seatbelt in your own vehicle right i can see where they have to they can make a law where you have to strap your kid in this that and the other but as a grown-ass man if yep. i don't want to wear my seatbelt, whose business is that yeah i agree it ain't yours that's we- mine Abortion's legal on this side. Yeah. But you got to wear your seatbelt because we want to save exactly. your life. You got to wear a seatbelt on your way to the abortion clinic. But yeah. once you get there, you can kill whoever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It makes makes no sense. Just, it that, is just insanity. That's, that's the the liberal logic, if yep. there is such a thing. Yeah. I remember Rush Limbaugh talking about it years ago when all these states really jumped on the no smoking ban indoors, you know, yep. which was more targeted at bars and stuff, you know. And he said then, you know, that that's just one more thing that, you yep. know, before long they're going to run your entire health care. And, yep. and that was something that was real easy for everybody else to champion. You know, if you were a non-smoker, oh, yeah, yeah. God, we don't need that, you know. Yeah. But what, what would be the difference? And I've always said this goes both ways. If you can have a non-smoking establishment, why can't I have a mandatory smoking establishment? Exactly. To come in here, you have to smoke. Yeah. What's the difference? We've, some places have a two-drink minimum. I got it. We got two cigarette minimum. Yeah. If you don't smoke two cigarettes, you can't yeah, get it. You're in. out. Exactly. You got to do it right here in the lobby, or we're not even considering letting you in. Yeah. What, what's the difference in that? I, I but agree. You can't do that. That's right. You know that. Then you're uh, profiling, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That that's all I'm sick of in this country is the hypocrisy. Yeah. One way, you know, and it, and it seems like I'm always on the wrong side. <laughs> I'm never on the correct side of it. You know? Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, it's infuriating anymore. I'm to the point I don't even watch TV. I don't watch I don't the news. Like I, I can't stand the agendas, casual and and out front. Like where they're really pushing. Like I just can't put up with it anymore. No, I'm not watching it. I'm not. I'm not listening to it. Generally, I have the TV on of a morning from about six o'clock in the morning to seven on our local news station. Of course, they just do the same ten stories just over and yeah. over and over again. And I mainly got it on for weather, but I'm always listening to it in the background. And, yeah, it's just the same old shit, you know. Yeah. It just, it never ends. It Eventually, push has got to come to shove, and we've got to push back, you know. Yeah. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. Like, our yeah. ancestors would be so disappointed in us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they fought over what the uh, – a three percent T tax. I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, it was it very was, minimal it, by today's standards. Yeah, you know, 
But, and they didn't even call it health, life, and safety and issue a bond for it. They just put it on there. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? right. They're like, the hell with that. We ain't paying it and threw it in the harbor. You know, we're, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll pay that. We'll pay that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no big deal. Yeah, it is just unbelievable how far off the rails that it's got. And, and I, you know, I see it all the time on social media. Oh, there's going to be a revolution. There ain't going to be a revolution anymore in a man in the moon. If, if there was, that should have happened like long time ago. We're way past that point. Yeah. Not saying we don't need one. I just don't know that. Yeah, it's. I don't know if we ever get organized enough to do that. No. Nope. Yeah. And COVID proved that. I mean, yeah. truthfully, yeah. look at how many people, the the same people that said, well, if they ever want my guns, they're going to get the lead first. But yeah. when they say, put a mask on or we're shutting your hair salon down. Oh, oh God, you got to put your mask on. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll take my license, yeah. Tony. Like, you should have to have a license to cut hair anyway. Yeah. Like, seriously? Yep. I have to have a license to cut your hair. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yep. And I told several people that used to cut hair that weren't doing it anymore. I'm like, why don't you start up a contraband like hair deal right during COVID? Why would I do that? I'm like, because they can't take your license and you can make a killing right now. Like right now, people pay triple for a haircut because they just didn't want a freaking haircut. Yeah. I realize some people think mullets are cool. I'm not one of those people. Same here. Not not my cup of tea. I want this shit high and tight. I want to if I have to sign up for the Marine Corps, I don't have to waste the time getting a haircut. I want to be in, right. ready to go in. Yep. Oh, I can't do that. I'm like, I remember when that whatever. right in the thick of COVID, and I'm I don't even know that it was my wife's hairdresser. I, it might have been her and some of her friends talking, whatever. Somebody was needing a haircut, couldn't get it because the salon had shut down, you know, oh, and this yeah. and that. And I told the wife, I'm like, why don't she just cut hair? Well, she's afraid she'll lose her license. And I said, oh, you know what? You're right. The other night I was watching one of the cops shows and they did, you know, they went in and nailed somebody, you know, kicked the door in. Yep. No license for cutting hair. And they're in prison now for eight years. You know, yeah. I said, how many people do you know have been arrested yeah. for not having a license to cut hair? Yeah. I mean, do you really think the judge has time to mess with that? <laughs> Seriously. Well, don't give them any ideas, Tony. They will be doing that door to door. Where'd you get your haircut? Yeah. Do you have paperwork on that? Yep. But, but you know what? It's no different than a hunting license, a fishing license, mm any of that yeah. you know if i want to walk on my own property and shoot a deer i, I should have, be able to I do shouldn't that have to have and i don't care if i want to leave it lay it's yeah. on my property yeah you know but yeah. nope can't do that nope. when you hit a deer in your car and you tell the state well you know that, that's not our deer take that up with your insurance company <laughs> yeah but yeah. when that's on your land well hey that's our deer you Even know if it shooting. runs out of their state forest yeah exactly it's, it's still uh it's still your ass not yeah. theirs yeah funny how that works mm-hmm. yeah yeah it uh, uh the hypocrisy is unbelievable at this point i don't know how these politicians sleep i mean i i mean we hear that so much that it's like it it's it's almost like it goes in one ear and out the other but how could you honestly lay in bed at night like as an al gore knowing that you've spent your entire day today telling everybody how they gotta quit using fuel and go green and this that and the other and you literally just got home from a flight from London and then drove your motorcade and yeah. all this shit. I mean, how do you honestly have a conscience at that point? I suppose with enough $100 bills, they sleep just fine, Tony. But I yeah, it's, they shouldn't. Yeah, there'll be a day of reckoning for them on that. But uh, yeah, I I am boggled by, by how far it's going. Like, can you fathom going back to, we'll take our t- favorite time frame, the 80s. And telling our grandfathers exactly what was going on today, yesterday. Oh, before. yeah. They, like, they wouldn't even come close to believing it. No. You know, but here it is, here it is, you know. But it's no different. And I can tell you that wall's blue. 
and you're not going to believe me, but if I tell you that by day 500, you're like, well, shit, maybe it is blue. I thought it was white, but hell, if I got in the right light, maybe that thing is blue. That's right. And they just keep pushing and keep pushing it and then keep pushing it, and eventually you believe stupid shit. I've always said, too, it's that way anytime you're in politics, you know, you got to put your time in. So we're going to use Joe Biden and John McCain, any of them for an example. You know, Joe Biden has ran for president. Ten times, yeah. anyway, if not more. I mean, it's been a shitload. And, not, yeah. and some of you younger people may have think it was just the last six, seven, eight years. Hell no, he tried to run for president years and years ago yeah. and had racist comments and all this shit, yeah. you know, and got squashed. But stick with it long enough, and they'll eventually let you have it. Yeah. John McCain was the same way. same way. Ran for president, never even could come close to getting out yeah. of the primary. And then all at once, yeah. you know, he's finally beat his time in, so we'll go ahead and give him yeah. the nomination now, yeah, you know. we'll let him have it. And But you could follow shit like that all the way back through politics. You just put your time in. And tell eventually, it, tell it to you long enough, and they'll start to believe it. Yep. You know, it uh, it is infuriating. That's for certain. I do got to admit, Mister DeSantis shipping all this shit to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> that was hilarious. It's brilliant. And they act like he sent fifty thousand people there, and they just didn't know what they're going to do with them. You're telling me yeah. if fifty guests show up there, they've got nowhere to house fifty yeah. people. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's all full of mansions. Yeah. That's where all the rich people live. Yeah. But yeah, we can't put these people. Yeah, in. we have just have nowhere. Can't to go pull it with. off with this equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I to. see now they're suing him for what? Yeah, I don't know what exactly they're calling, but you know, basically he took advantage of these people. Yeah. So now we got to sue him. You know? yeah. yeah, good luck with that. I mean, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah, I think that was great. I find it hilarious that people that are in sanctuary states and cities are fussy that florida texas wherever is sending these people to sanctuary states and cities yeah like well you proclaimed that you were going to take care of these people so we're just sending them to you right you wanted them here you go you got them oh no we we don't want we didn't didn't want them here we didn't want them here yeah Yeah. we don't want them in our neighborhood like like as long as you guys will keep them like we just kind of want to tell you we want them but we don't actually want them it would be the same way with windmills yeah like all these people in the big cities that want windmills and solar so if you said okay we're gonna Central Park, we're going to doze it down. We're going to yeah. start putting in solar panels yeah, and knock these buildings. Oh, we, we don't want it here. We don't, yeah, we don't want it yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Central Park could house a lot of windmills and solar oh, panels. Oh, absolutely. That'd be a great spot for them. Yeah, I think it would be, too. I mean, that's where you're using the power. I mean, it just makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. A bunch of that stuff. When it comes to, I was thinking about this today. You played Command and Conquer back in the day. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Even if you didn't need it, you built extra power plants, mm-hmm. even if you didn't exactly. need them. That's because right. Because you know, in the future, you're going to need them. Right. What are we doing? Taking shit offline that's still usable. A wheat logger just sent me a uh, a video here the other day. It's a power plant out his way. It has a 50-year life left yet. They're, they're decommissioning it, tearing it down. Why in the hell would you tear down a power plant that still has 50 years left? It's a coal plant. Leave it set there, if nothing else. Yeah. If you're hell-bent on setting in the dark, just leave it there and shut the switch off for a little bit, and then until you realize that setting in the dark, dark is stupid. Like, any of those games that were based on that, that's the first thing you do is build more power than you need because you're going to need it eventually. Exactly. If the government wants to piss money away, and let's face it, they're pissing plenty of it away. Oh, yeah. Subsidize the shit out of those things and have some sitting there. I would have way more power built up than I ever thought I was going to need. If you don't think that's a good idea, look what the Chinese are doing. Yeah. They're damn sure doing it. Yeah. Because they know if push comes to shove, that they're going to need power, and right. they want to have the switch ready to flip. 
Right, because you know. it's just like Command and Conquer. Somebody slips a nuke in, yeah. and takes out a few power plants. <laughs> Next thing you know, now you're in the dark. Next thing you know, <laughs> you need more power plants. Yeah. Clark Griswold kicks on the Christmas lights. You got to have an auxiliary power yeah. switch to flip. That's right. We don't have one to flip anymore because we keep taking shit offline. Like, yep. We're the Saudi Arabia of coal, and we're too stupid to use it. Yeah. That just burns my ass. Like, oh, we can't. You know, they're breaking Southern Illinois. Do they they've got all the coal. I mean that. Those towns down there that were booming were booming off of coal, and they're shut down every one of those. Yep. You know, makes no sense to me. No I, sense. I've said it before, and I'll say it again too. I'm sick and tired on TikTok of seeing all this shit about Lake Mead. Oh, it's down sixty feet. We're at a critical levels. We're doing this. We're doing that. And climate change this. And climate change that. There's probably only what fifty million more people pulling out of that now from when it was yeah. actually built. Yeah. You know. And you, but, you dipshits built a city in the desert. Exactly. Where there was no power. As there Sam was Guinness no water. Said, you live in a fucking in desert. desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know why people starve in the desert? Because there's no food there. Right. Nothing grows there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe dig it deeper, build another one, do something. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for none of those people. And part of it is because they have to run the water through the hydroelectric to keep the lights on so they got to dump water all the time correct yeah. am i wrong like, on that's, that that's the way i understand that's it. the way i understand it too I, I could be wrong but i'm like they're getting the sunshines all the time out there build a shitload of solar panels if that's the that's answer. what i said that's literally a wasteland the drive from vegas down to hoover dam and i just done it last summer is literally a wasteland there's yeah. no, the scrub brush not nothing even grows there it's yeah. sand the sun always shines yeah and they actually were building lots of solar panels which i'm like that makes perfect sense if that's yeah. what you want to do Knock yourself out. It's not good for anything else. Yeah. yeah. But to come into Illinois into prime farmland and say, yeah, let's take this 1,300 yeah. acres out of production, put in solar, which makes my land worth more. even more. You know, it's but whatever. Like to buy more, and it's driving the price up right. on that. So, yeah. And then people bitch about the price of food. It's like, well, you're taking land out of production, so what do you want to do here? Exactly. You know. Yeah. There's no reason that we shouldn't have 20 coal plants just sitting there. Oh, for sure. Idling, ready to go. You know. I mean, nuke plants, I'd have a shitload of those. You know, they're wanting to shut one of those down just north of here. The only thing that's keeping that thing open is the fact that in the contract, to my understanding, and there again, I'm not a, a lawyer on this deal, but if they shut it down, they have 20 years to put it exactly like it was before it was a power plant, which means the lake goes away. Mm-hmm. Well, now everybody's pissed in the moon. They don't want the lake to go away. They got a boat. They go out on the lake. Yep. Can't have it both ways. Make up your mind. Mm-hmm. If we shut this down, we got to put it back. Yep. Which, where in the hell are you going to get the dirt back to, oh, to yeah. fill in a lake? Exactly. Flat yeah. black topsoil, too. We're not putting clay in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it may take us 21 years. We're not sure how, yeah. how quick we can haul this with our electric truck. But, uh, yeah. It, anytime you get the government involved on anything, they're going to screw it up. Like, oh, for sure. I mean, for the love of God, they can't run the post office. Or Amtrak. I mean, they can't yeah. do nothing. They lose nothing. money at the snack bar at Amtrak. Yeah. It's not like you're getting off and buying a snack. Right. You've got a captured market there. Right. If a candy bar costs you a dollar, sell it for two. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, UPS makes money, FedEx makes money, Speedy Delivery makes money, Post Office can't figure it out. Nope. You know why? Government ran. They can't run anything. Yeah. Never and, have been able. And we were talking here a while back, is it... Because there is so many employees and so many layers of bullshit. Is that where the fraud go or the money goes? Because, like we were talking, to anybody who farms know when you go to the FSA office, you sign form after form after form. 
anything's out of place a little bit, you're getting a phone call, and hope you got to redo this and that. And it's like, you couldn't commit fraud in that office if you tried. So is shit like that hemorrhaging money just because we have 9,000 extra employees that are doing nothing, and so we're just pissing all of our money away in salaries? Or I don't know. I don't know. I, it just, I can't figure it out. I'm always mesmerized by that place. Like, where do they store all that paperwork? Right. Like, the paperwork from my small farm alone would fill this office up, you know, over the last 10 years, because it is 20 forms for this, 10 forms for that. Yeah. yeah. But far as the, on the post office, I, I suppose it's middle management of some fashion. Anytime there's no, anytime you don't have somebody's nuts on the line for a profit, they lose money, it's fine. We, we lost money last year. Yeah. They didn't shut us down. We'll just lose money again. In the private industry, you go broke. Somebody takes your job. Yeah. You know, but in the public industry sector, it doesn't work that way. You know? Yeah, it just, and, and we were talking about this the other day. So anytime you get or sign up for any farm programs, whatever, you got to assign this AGI form, stating yeah. that you make less than, is it 950 900, or yeah. whatever it is. And every single year you got to do this. And any of your landlords, you got to track them down if they're yeah. in Florida, whatever. Yeah. But we were talking, wouldn't it be easier to sign a form that says, I don't make that, but in the event that I do, I will come in and tell you, and then yeah. it's just done. Yeah, but no, exactly. we just got to, you know, we got to go green, but let's just print off fucking papers yeah. like you can't believe. And then you if know. you walk over to the NRCS side, you got to do it again because they didn't know that you signed one over there, yeah. even though they're literally in the same building. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah. There's a lot of redundant paperwork on that whole deal. And literally hard paper. It's not digital. Yeah. The amount of there paper. There digital shit in that. Thing. No. Like, you're going to sign a hard copy of all that. The amount of paper that goes through the FSA office is literally half the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's a shitload. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't ever care about the Amazon rainforest. Turns out that's biting us in the ass, though, because every time they clear some ground out, they plant it to corner soybeans. Yeah. So I guess we should have left If, the if they would have sold that different... You know, they're yeah. saying, you know, it was all about climate change, you know, and save the planet, this and that. We're like, oh, fuck that. You don't know what you're talking about. But if they just said, these assholes are going to plant it full of soybeans, yeah. I'd have been all about uh, fighting yeah, it. I'm like, well, yeah, fuck yeah. Help save it then. I mean, I didn't know that Sean Connery had found those ants that cured cancer. Yeah. You know, shit. Yeah see, yeah. see, folks, it's all about marketing. They sold yeah. it to us wrong. They sold it to us wrong. <laughs> yeah. They said, hey, take these trees out. We're going to plant the soybeans. I'd have been down there with my little picket sign and, yeah. you know, my hippie haircut and my Jerusalem cruisers. And yep. I'd have been, you know, growing my hair out, yelling at them. But no yeah, that's a, another good blunder of the U.S. Hey, let's go out to South America and show these guys how to raise a few soybeans. Mm -hmm. A big thank you to a lot of American companies and yeah. whatnot. A lot of that stems back to the Carta era and the grain embargo, though. Yep. Companies like, well, we can't make money here, so I guess we'll find someplace else to show our wares. Ah, these guys look like they ain't got a lot going on. How about how about we show them? Yeah, thanks. Ain't it funny how stuff like that that starts out, you know, kind of quasi innocent at the time, it leads into something uh, huge like can this. Can you think what the price of soybeans would be right now if soy South America didn't produce it? Oh my God! Yeah, it, yeah. And in, in fact, they would have probably been so high that. It, they would have found an alternate source. You know yeah. what? They would have done something found different. Something else. Yeah, I just said we ain't using soybeans. Fuck it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. These yeah. It makes you wonder. These things are twenty five dollars a bushel in the eighties. We got to find a different answer. You know. Yeah. 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 No good deed goes unpunished. I suppose. No, I suppose. But, but part of it is the American companies 
or companies in general, none of them are American now because we don't own anything in this country anymore. But they made it easier for them. Like I said, Roundup was cheaper. Their seed was cheaper. All that stuff was cheaper, you know. And once again, that was probably by design to hook these guys to just keep clearing more and more land. Man, look at the money we're making. Just keep clearing more and more land. And then once they got Those companies probably own land. Oh, I'm sure. You get down to it. Now, the weird thing about some of those countries is, and nobody can explain this to me, a lot of those countries, you can't take the money out. Right. I've heard that, too, and I don't know how that works. So if you can't take the money out, what the hell good does it do you? Like, you can keep reinvesting it there, so right. you can keep buying more land and paying to clear this and paying to do that, but what the hell do you do with it in the end? Yeah, I was saying, the end game, unless you're actually going to live there yeah. to spend the money and live the high life, what... If I give you money to put in your wallet, but you can't ever take it out of your wallet, how yeah. good does it do you? doesn't do me much good. You know, if I've got yeah. a gun to your head and, like, well, as soon as you pull that money out of your wallet, it, it's mine again... Yeah. Well, shit, it didn't do me any good to give it to you to begin with, but. Yep. And then they, a lot of those countries and back in the day, I think, didn't they nationalize a bunch of shit once they got some infrastructure built and some stuff yeah. taken care of, they nationalized it and took it back. And yep. Yep. There's a few guys around here. Didn't they get in trouble for trying to take money out of I there? I think they there was, yeah. Taped to them or yep. something or another. And then, uh, I don't remember if it's Argentina, one of them countries, you know, the inflation rate is just through the roof. You know, so farmers ain't selling soybeans because, yeah. hell, they're just worth more tomorrow, you know. And then yeah. the government steps in, and it, it turns it into a mess. Well, they're and all that. ran by dictators for the most part. Right. You know, And now China, you know, they're pouring tons of money into infrastructure yeah. down there because that was always a problem before. Trucker strike. Couldn't get her out of the yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, to go 10 miles down there in a semi was an oh, old deal. Yeah. <clears throat> and now they're China's wisely, from a Chinese standpoint, investing in the infrastructure down there and they're going to cut us out yeah like, well, we'll get all our shit from south america you guys can take a high road to nowhere and you know if you stop and think about it in my entire life i don't know how far back you'd have to go but there's never really been a war in south america now central america when you get into colombia and the drug yeah. cartels and this and that but i'm talking deep you know brazil yeah. Well, who and, wants to check through the rainforest? Uh, but I can just see the U.S. now, once China starts getting a little bit of a foothold down there and, and doing infrastructure, 20 years from now, there's going to be some big pissing match. We're going to have to have a war down there just so we can kind of blow up some of this shit, you know. And Well, it's pretty easy to take over. Cripes, all the Nazis that moved there in the 40s. Well, yeah. They took yeah. it over in like 15 minutes, and they didn't even have guns. Exactly. Like They're like, you guys can build houses out of stone? Like, we've just been living in these caves and these huts. Yeah. Holy shit, you built the whole city. Yeah. Damn the luck. Yeah. We never thought of that. Yeah. 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 So apparently it's not that hard to take over. I would believe that. Yeah. Which that is super intriguing when you get to watching some of that the stuff on when the Nazis moved there. And oh, yeah. Like, one of the countries down there was all the twins. I remember they were yeah. talking about one of them German doctors went over there and was doing studies and shit from he yeah. was out of Nazi Germany. And yeah, I forget the, the rate of twins that that one country had was just mind boggling. He yeah. was doing shit. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Quick side note on that, totally unrelated, but kind of related. My wife was telling me one time that somebody from, I think it was the Argentinian office had come to where she worked at the time, and he was dark-complected but blonde hair, blue-eyed. And all the ladies like, oh, oh, my goodness, he is, you know, dreamy. And she's like... You got some Nazi juju there. I don't mm-hmm. stay the hell away from that. Like, there's some bad genetics there. He yeah. might look good, but on the inside, that shit's rotten. Uh-huh. Like, that's from that's Nazi shit from way back. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, he was a transplant for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his dad, 
Like a goose step, probably. So That's always sure. baffled Grandma. me down there because I don't remember if it's off the coast or Brazil. No, actually, no, it's it's way on down there. The Falkland Islands. You ever heard of them? Yeah. It's on the east side of yeah. South America, but that's still under British control. Yeah. And it was in the was it the seventies? There was there was somewhat of a minor war there, which the Falkland Islands are like yeah. the size of Detroit. I mean, yeah. it's small. Yeah. But I, there was some big pissing match, I remember, and I don't remember which country that that borders, or, you know, was just off the coast of, and that, that country decided they was going to take it over, and they end up they didn't take it over. <laughs> it, it didn't work out. But That's going to be one of the few places Britain hasn't lost. Like, yeah, right. If you look at how much of the world they controlled at one time, and they basically got down to this one shitty island. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's what, pretty much what they have left. Yeah. You know, that's right. And I don't understand how that works with the queen because she does nothing. I mean, she don't call any of the shots. I mean, it's, Figurehead it's just point, a, but yeah. I just can't believe the people over there love them so much. It's like, oh, here, just take more of our money. You know, you've done nothing and you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I seen like uh, Prince William, the day that King Charles took over as king, I guess the way all that shit works in succession. So Prince William inherited $1.2 billion worth of real estate. It was Charles's, so yeah. now if he took that, and I forget, they was rattling off all kinds of shit. Just unbelievable. Yeah. A typical deal. He takes over in, uh, what is, early 70s, mid-70s? 73, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, in the prime of his life. Just Yeah. yeah. They might as well skipped him, went straight to his son. Exactly. We didn't, we didn't do it that way. Of course, the guy's waited 73 years to be king, but... Yep. But yeah, the, uh, the royal family is the largest landowner in the world, and I forget yeah. what they, what it is. I mean, it's a shitload. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that shit just, I don't know. It don't do much for me. Most of that land, none of them have ever even seen. No. And it always kills me, like with old Harry and Meghan. We went out of the royal family, but uh, keep, keep we, the checks coming. Yeah, yeah we, we don't want to get Claire out. Yeah, we don't want yeah, to get that far. Yeah, we just don't want any responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to act, like not have to act royal, yeah. but like still get the royal treatment. So yeah. if you got a program for that, yeah. you know, sign us up. Yeah. Which that that ain't a bad plan. But. No, I know. It's, I mean, everybody wants that. You yeah. know? Do you have any jobs that are highly compensated for a fat guy with a weak work ethic and, uh, you know, really doesn't want to do much? Well, shit, yeah, everybody's applying for that Hell job, yeah. you know? <laughs> I... I've always been intrigued by those families, whether it's the Kennedys or the royal family or any of them, just because I can't fathom what it's like to wake up in those shoes every yeah. day. Yeah, it would be. You know, like when you go back to the Kennedys, stressful. when you look at like the old home videos, like way before JFK was president, you know, when they were young, you know, they didn't even know the Great Depression happened. Yeah. You know, they're out boating and yeah. just, you know, living, living life. Living, living life. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Turns out this shit's cheap to buy. Like, this is great. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, their old man made a fucking fortune when the yeah. market crashed, you know, because yeah. he knew it was coming. But, yeah. Yeah, I just can't fathom. Yeah, and, you know, every community, no matter where you live, always has the one wealthy family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm talking to the tune of, yeah, they might have $3 million cash and own some land. Yeah. But I'm talking buku money. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine waking yeah. up like that. Yeah, no doubt. Waking Waking up like a like a Bill Gates kid or you know whatever and be like you know what I could piss a million dollars away today yeah and it really wouldn't matter uh, yeah it would be like you and I spending ten bucks yeah I mean it just I could you know wouldn't even miss it yeah. I mean wouldn't even miss it didn't know I had it 
Yeah, you could literally spend a million dollars, and your dad would have no clue that you even spent it. Yeah, I mean, Bezos could literally walk in here right now, light two million dollars on fire, laugh, turn around, hop back in the limo, leave. Yeah, never know that. Yep, never know that he lost two million dollars. Do you ever read some of them stats on? Uh, it was either El, real. on like El Chapo or one of the big yeah. <laughs> spending a thousand dollars a week in rubber bands, bands. to band the cash yeah. together. <laughs> you get to thinking about that. I haven't bought rubber bands for for a while. But I got to think a thousand dollars for the rubber bands has got it, to be a shitload of rubber, shitload of rubber bands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, weren't they losing like tens of thousands of dollars to rats? Yeah, a day, a day. Yeah, yeah. And then it said one time him and his family was on the run. And he burnt two million dollars in cash one night to keep the family warm. Oh my god, on the fire. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, whatever it takes, I guess. Use it or lose it, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> We're not that putting that in the budget next year. Yeah. I just couldn't fathom. And that's the funny part. When you get down to the brass tacks of it, whether you talk of Bill Gates, a Bezos, whatever, you know, that's all, you know, fairly on the up and up. I mean, governments, whoever's got a pretty good idea what them guys are. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying they don't shelter some money. Oh, yeah. But your drug kingpins, I guarantee you, yeah. are by far... Way more wealthy than a Bezos or anybody. Well, they're liquid. Yeah, they're liquid. Exactly. Pens, twenties, and ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The government's like, well, you know, El Chapo's worth a billion dollars, as he's over in the corner laughing. You yeah. know, yeah, it's way more than that. He's like, yeah, that was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah truth be known. Yeah, that's where the real money lies. I'll guarantee it. I'm a little deeper than that. I got to pay off some more government officials so they quit keeping my stats. Yeah, that's one life, though. Gosh, mm. I could not do it. No, no. In the end, they all go down. It seems like. Yeah, it, it's just a never-ending battle. I mean, yeah. most of them guys don't live to be eighty years old. I mean, no. <laughs> they don't get to enjoy much of it either. No, always on the run and can't. Yeah. No, it makes you kind of wonder what the point is to to some degree. You know what I mean? Because, like you say, you're you're confined Agreed. to your home, Agreed. and you can't. Yeah. I I don't know. And I've always said that to a certain level, like. You know, everybody wants more money than what they have today. They want more tomorrow. And I get that. I'm the same way. But I've known, you know, dirt poor people that were happier than the wealthiest guy I knew that day. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, that's why you see famous people killing themselves yeah. all the time. I mean, you are know, Robin Williams, uh, Michael yeah. Jackson, who, you know, they're so fucked up on drugs all the time because they're yeah. unhappy. Yeah, you they're know? unhappy. Yeah, they're depressed. They got no friends. They got nobody they can trust because they always think everybody's after their money. And they, yeah, they can't manage it and can't deal with it. And yeah. Yeah. Very seldom does it ever not change those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just the same guy that he was when he was 20 years old. No. You know, he, no. it, I don't know if it goes to your head or what the. They, they can't manage it for lots of reasons. I mean, yeah. And I wonder too, of course, we don't see the, the very, details of those people's lives and i've always used this as a prime example so you're sitting in the tractor farming and you just continually flip through the radio because there's nothing good on you know you can't find nothing you're like god damn it this sucks so finally you wheel out your ipod got a thousand songs on here they're good songs because i put them on here yeah and you still flip and flip and flip because you're not happy even though you've got it all right there in the palm of your hand still not happy about you're, it. you're still flipping and I've, I've always they figured that's the same way they've been everywhere in the world that they wanted to be they've got yeah. the nice cars the big houses and it's like what's the point now i've done and seen everything and look at elvis he wasn't yeah. happy and he had a 40 20 yeah exactly 40 10 40 10 yeah that's right. right excuse me yep yeah i'm still unhappy that's right 
He had farm malls before that. Just Did he? Know. Yeah. I think the 4010s went drove him over the edge. Yeah, good. <laughs> Johnny Cash had farm malls. He lived to be an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that song where he hurt himself today is when he was trying to get in at 1086. It probably was. <laughs> <laughs> little, little known fact about the man in black. Yep. Look it up. Google I've it. actually seen that one. Did he have like an, was it an 806? I don't remember what it was. There was one that said Johnny Cash. Yeah, it said side. Johnny Cash on the side, and yeah, it was it was a I he, he was like, from the six. He was like in the yeah. background. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I've seen the picture. But hell, you never know. They may have painted that up just to. Yeah, could have been a promotional deal. He never even sat on it. Yeah, you know, but... had that one tractor on walk the line. He ended up putting it in the lake. But yep, that was an Oliver one. Yeah, it? I think so. Yeah. If you look closer, that tractor didn't have an engine in it. You can yeah. see you can see the side shields. Yeah. flip on that one. There ain't no engine in it. Yeah. Easier to push that way. Yeah, well, exactly. So, still, basically, had the same amount of horsepower as when it was new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no offense, heart poor people. Yeah, uh, maybe a little. It's funny though, like scrolling TikTok, you might come across a video that was, you know, Hank Williams Jr. from a 1983 concert or Elton John yeah. or somebody, and you sit there and you think of these people, and you're like, okay, you know, that was we're just gonna call it 40 years ago for easy figuring. But it's like, think of all the places and shit that they have done yeah. since then. Yeah. I mean, have literally been around the world four times yeah. and been in front of millions of people. Yeah. It's got to be a blur. Still doing it at some level. Like, yeah. You got a lot of money. Like, don't you have the other shit you want to do? I mean, I suppose yeah. it's like anything. Once you're doing it, that's what you do. But, and I guess that's why these politicians, like, we were talking back when Hillary Clinton was running for president. Okay. Yeah. Why You're worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. You're a grandma. You got grandkids. It's like, what are you doing in politics? Yeah. Why do you want to? I mean, why would you even want to be in that cesspool? Yeah. Power. That's the last place the, you would find me. The need for greed. Yep. Is what it comes down to. And and the part that's even stupider is. I think they have to stay in to try to keep themselves out of trouble. Well, yeah, that's very <laughs> keep possible. Keep covering their own ass. Right. Yeah. But, you know, all them that are worth $50, $100 million. Okay, big deal. You got the money to pay the taxes or whatever kind of legislation they pass. Yeah. So who gives a shit at this yeah. point? Just get out, go home, enjoy something. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. They don't either. have any friends. It's such a power trip, you yeah. know. And yeah. I, I just have no desire for people to just come up and just worship you like your God. Yeah. You know, I don't do that to other people, and I don't want it done to me. I mean, yeah, exactly. We are all the same. I just don't understand that, and I don't know how anybody freak out and and treat these politicians like they're movie stars and just great people you know just tripping over and wanting autographs and taking pictures i'm yeah. like yeah i don't care who it is you want to go get an autograph and take a picture drive down and find a find a veteran somewhere yeah find a veteran or find somebody that's still in the military yeah. those are real actual heroes exactly they've done a hell of a lot more for you than a movie star a politician a basketball player a soccer player whatever go find them Take them out for lunch. You know, they actually need it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because if you stop at the end of the day and look, and, you know, and I have no idea what these people give to charity. I mean, it's obviously more than you or I do just because they can afford it, but proportionately, I would wonder. Yeah. You know, let's just say you and I gave $2,000 a year to charity, but we're only worth X amount, where these guys, yeah, they might have gave a million, but fuck, they're worth 80 million, you know? And and most of the time, they're doing it for a tax write-off anyway. Yeah. So, and just, you know, just pick a rent, you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, I'm, I'm not picking on the guy, but you know, what has he really done that has impacted your life so much that you're just going to trip over yourself and go up and give the guy a hug and want a picture? You know what I mean? It's like, well, I've learned if I'm going to get in a fight with a Russian, I have to chop wood first. 
Exactly. Or if you're going to get in an arm wrestling match, you got to learn over the top. Yes, you got to turn your head around. That's backwards. right. For one, it's like a switch, don't you? It's right. It's like a switch. Yeah. Little known fact. That's right. What, what kind of farm equipment was he hauling? At Heston. The, Heston farm equipment. Yep, that he was. Yep. Yep. Denny, you truckers out there, do you got the weights on the rope <laughs> behind the seat and the grips and all that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Regular workout gym. Yeah, workout in here. I'm sure your mom's dying, son. We're going to stop here and do some calisthenics <laughs> yeah. before we go ahead and roll in there. Oh, damn, we're too late. Uh-huh. I need to tell Iron Mike, Iron Mike to get on this. You know, yeah. Next time we see you, try- I want to see Iron Mike pumping some iron. <laughs> Welcome to love. Yeah, true Iron Mike. You know, pump some weights, grab a roller dog, head on down the road. Yeah, yeah, he's really he's really slacking on that. <laughs> that was an old auto car in the beginning of that movie, wasn't it? I think it was. I think so. Yeah. You know, ironically, it's probably been five, six years now. But I saw the truck he won was a white GMC slash Volvo. Oh, I think you told me that. Yeah, in the in and it the was for movie. sale on truck paper. Yep, I think you told me that. But it was ragged out. Really, like it hadn't had a good life. Yep. But I'm like, yeah. I think that movie come out in either eighty five or eighty six. It was somewhere in the well, mid. I don't remember now. Eighties. I know it was all the rage when we were little kids. Yeah. And. Yeah, because I remember. That. I mean, that was a nice truck. Yeah, in the not not the truck he was driving, but the truck that he won. The truck that he won. It had been right when white and GMC yeah. and Volvo kind of yep. started. I think it was a white. I think it was I a white. It, yeah, I think it was a white. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we had to had to put the old eagle on her, the old hood ornament. Yeah, exactly. Hawk, the hawk. Oh, you're the hawk. Yeah, the that, hawk. yeah, Lincoln Hawk. Lincoln yeah. Hawk. Yeah. Sure enough, we'll settle this in Vegas. Yep. <laughs> Bull Hurley. <laughs> Badass. Uh, More proof that fat guys can do shit. Yeah. He couldn't beat this he couldn't beat the Italian stallion. Nope. They just don't make movies. I think we covered this a podcast yeah, a few ago. Have, they just yeah. they just don't make them like they used to. No, although Top Gun Maverick is a is a valid attempt. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. No, you should see it. It's available on Amazon now. Is it? Yeah. I actually, I wouldn't mind seeing. It. I've just heard so many it, it good things good. about it. I had a smile on my face from from beginning to end. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, a movie I need to search because I got all these damn apps. Ski ain't, school, ski school. Ain't seen it years. Payback. Yes, I think, <laughs> I think so. so. If you haven't seen Ski School, <laughs> it's from the probably late eighties, probably early nineties. It would have been about like an American Pie, yeah, series, kind of, you know. sort of, yep. yeah, yeah, American Pie ish. Yep, way back phenomenal movie i actually watched it not that long ago really it's probably been a year ago now but you know where they're splicing the videos together nobody knows what the hell we're talking about because you and i are the only two people that have seen this movie but they're splicing the videos i'm like how primitive was that technology i'm like they literally got a guy with a vcr and like we're we're pausing and recording to get these videos spliced together for the one scene or whatever and i'm like that's like 13 seconds, and my son can do it now. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it would take nothing to do some of that now. But yeah, ski school, phenomenal movie, funny from beginning to end. Oh, I'll bet it's been. I'll bet I was 15 years old the last time I seen that. I mean, it's been a long, been time. a long time ago. For the record, 15 year olds probably shouldn't watch that movie. Yep, but it is a good movie. Dave and Fritz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, ski school, great movie. <laughs> oh god i'll try and find some footage for that put it up on tiktok maybe oh yeah there you go yeah hell yes Let's see if i can find a copy of it <laughs> yeah 
Well, what do you think? Yeah, this has been it's been a good episode. It has. Glad to be been back. A, Glad to talk to everybody. Yeah, we got to get some more of these cranked out, and we will. I mean, this has been the busiest summer I've had. Yeah, for I mean, it really has. It, In a sad way, I kind of missed COVID because there there was nothing going on. I know. I had some time then, but now with sports and kids and everything, this, that, and the other, I, I got nothing. Yep. But wait, just for the record, this is September twenty third. We're both getting in the field. We're going to get busy. I'm not going to guarantee we're going to get many out. But no, I, we're going to try. I promise by the time cold weather gets here, we're going to rack and stack them. We'll have you in the loop all winter long. So <laughs> we're going to cut her off there, folks. So thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. Later. Later.